Time for the cold open. I'm just going to stop right now. And Shane's just going to give us a cold open. Go, Shane, go. Oh, my heart just stopped. Oh, there it goes. Your cable TV is experiencing difficulties. Please do not panic. Resist the temptation to read or talk to loved ones. Do not attempt sexual relations, as years of TV radiation have left your genitals withered and useless. And uh, that was Shane. His heart just stopped. But now it's all good again with his wonderful uh, impression. Do you, do you like when they, they do those jokes where like his heart just kind of like it has almost a mind of its own, essentially? Like it's it's that uh, like not useless is the word I'm looking for, but it's just that odd, I guess. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Uh, Homer, but this one was Barney. But yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was Barney. Oh, yes, yeah, that's Barney. right. Ah, yeah. uh, yes. Okay, that's right. Oh, when he's steal when he's, yeah, when he's, uh, uh, up Moe's and he's upside down under the, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, my heart just stopped. Oh, there it goes. Yes, it says. Oh, there it goes. But yes, Barney the episode some... where Homer has the heart attack, like, um, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, that that's where my mind went for some reason, but. Well, that is uh, the heart-centric episode, so I don't blame you. True. So I, I got to get my mind back on track here for uh, season one, episode nine. It's Life on the Fast Lane. Nick Konorowski and Shane Lynch here with Simpsons. Episode by episode, the podcast that I'm not going to describe our uh, description, actually, because if you're listening by now, then you know what it's about. So uh, we kind of left off on a note. Uh, talked a lot about talked a lot of religion, kind of inspired your outro song for the last episode, right? Oh, yeah. Great little tune I played there in the Garden of Eden. By Iron Butterfly. It's yeah. um yeah that whole sequence. It's probably like one of my favorite church sequences in the whole show. The way it's animated, the music, the ongoing gags. Um, at the time I was going to church, so I thought it was even funnier. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely a good one. I love uh, the fact that. It takes uh, Reverend Lovejoy a minute to kind of clue in as to what's going on during that episode. Great gag. Um, now we get on to this one. Uh, after kind of a neutral episode, we were both pretty neutral on the Telltale Head. Okay. Uh, yeah, was, again, meh, not, not bad. But this is one I'm looking forward to, uh, Life on the Fast Lane, because it's our second John Sportswelder episode. So I want to see how he, he really flipped it after the crud fest that was Bart the General. Plus, it's our second and real uh, first Albert Brooks episode where he really gets to kind of delve into a character as he becomes Jacques the bowler. So I have some pretty uh, strong feelings about this one. But before we get into the rating, um, there was a, a, a fan who, uh, when we were talking about episodes earlier in the season, got at our Simpsons Twitter handle, at Simpsons underscore EBE, shameless plug, and uh, at Smells J, which is a, a Simpsons uh, dedicated uh, the full Great name news. is Smells Like Otto's Jacket. Yeah. Um, at Smells J said that Life on the Fast Lane, believe it or not, they believe that it is the worst episode of The Simpsons during the first 16 seasons of the, of the classic run. The Whoa. worst. All right. Now that seems a little crazy Quite to me, right? Uh, well, I guess um, I don't remember disliking this episode at all. I actually remember liking it, but we're about to watch it again in a long, you know, since a long time. Uh, viewing it so maybe we'll come out uh similar but i don't know my gut's telling me it's not going to be the worst 
yeah, because I like immediately. The thing that comes to mind on this one is uh, some great shock lines. Uh, the, the the one being his definition of brunch, which is one that I use probably, I'm going to say like once a, once a month to somebody, at least it comes up in, in conversation. But uh, yeah, I, I really think that's pretty harsh for, for this episode, especially after the poop fest that was uh, Bart the General. But before we get to our pre-episode uh, rating, hit me with your three trivia questions. You had some real good ones last episode. I'm curious to see what you got. Yeah, let's go. And uh, yes, play along at home, everybody. Uh, okay, question one. Everyone calls him Grandpa, but what is his first name? Uh, be Abraham. Sing ding. All right. Okay, good easy one. Okay, good starter. Yep, yep, yep. 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 Um, of the aliens Kang and Kodos, which one is the sister? Oh, uh, that would be... A 50-50 chance. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I guess I, my odds are pretty good, but Kodos is the sister, right? That is correct. Okay, I thought so, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Um, okay, last question. The members of what? Uh, no, that one's a little too hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Do, 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 do. Okay, okay. Uh, the members of what? Uh, at the real 60s rock band plays themselves in Viva Ned Flanders. So what 60s rock band plays themselves in Viva Ned Fra- uh, Flanders? Um, they're on the sign. They attack them at the end. It's a tough. Uh, I didn't want to ask it. It is the Moody Blues, <laughs> and you are correct. You're three for Moody three Blues. this time. Congratulations! Nice. I almost said Edgar, Edgar Winter Group. Remember uh, in Treehouse of uh, Horror, where uh, Homer runs over them because he thinks oh, they're the yeah. uh, the zomb- not the zombies, but the skinless freaks or whatever they are. I almost oh, said that, right, but yes. I was like, no, no, no. It's Moody Blues. Moody Blues. Nice. Three for three. I'm okay. Now I'm stoked. I'm, yeah. I'm all pumped up now. And uh, like I said, I have some good uh, memories about life on the fast lane. So uh, my pre-rating is actually going to be somewhat higher than uh, usual. I'm going to give it a 6.7, which is the highest I've ever Whoa. started from. Yeah. Um, all right. What are you going? Uh, you love the Schwarzwalder, eh? Um, He's my favorite. I'm going to do, do 6.5. 6.5, which is slightly higher than your kind of normal, but it's still uh, pretty much in that. Uh, I remember like uh, this episode. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, if you're keeping score at home, Shane is in a three-way tie with his end of rating uh, episode from his uh, for his favorite so far with Homer's Odyssey, uh, Notice Grace Like Home, and Call of the Simpsons all in a three-way tie for first with a uh, 6.8. Meanwhile, uh, Call of the Simpsons with a 6.9 end rating is my tops so far so let's see if this one can uh, kind of become a definitive number one or maybe we feel a little bit too strongly for it so let's get started with life on the fast lane Alrighty, playing in three two one so here we go life on the fast lane originally aired march 18th 1990 and as we kind of alluded to off the top this is the uh first albert brooks real uh, real short intro it. Real short, no chalkboard, no nothing. Yep, straight into from clouds, right into the episode. First time since Simpsons roasting on an open fire. That, uh, yeah, they really wanted uh, to squeeze every bit of story in this episode for sure. 
Yeah, I guess this is one of those ones where they didn't need that couch gag to kind of fill out that extra time. Bottle of real French perfume all the way from Gay Paris. Four bucks plus tax. Well, I think she's gonna like my handmade birthday card better. Oh, big deal. Dry macaroni, spray paint, and glue. Whoopee. I miss making macaroni stuff in elementary school. That was always fun. Yeah. Kids, don't ever stick your tongue in a mixer. No, I, uh... Did you ever do uh, breakfast in bed on Mother's Day or Father's Day? Uh, maybe not Mother's Day or Father's Day. I think birthday, yes. I think we did it a couple times. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Once or twice. It's my birthday. Um, so we're recording this. The day we're recording this is July seventh, twenty twenty-two, and uh, you should be able to guess this, Shane. Just I'm giving you a hint based off previous Simpsons episodes that we've talked about in the first season. Keep that in mind. What did I? What did my wife and I just recently make? But it's a surprise. What did, you write, what did your wife and I recently, sir? <laughs> what did my wife and I recently make? That's, your hint is early episodes. What did you recently make? Yeah. Keep in mind, what have we been talking about? Muffins? Cupcakes. Cupcakes. There it is. She got a hankering for some cake after watching a baking show. Oh, okay. Hey, that's benefit to you. It was quite tasty. Very much liked it. If there's a muffin or a cupcake company that wants to sponsor us you know, at this point, why not? Or cookies. We're, we're, we're not partial. Oh, nuts. Yeah, too corny. Pizza. <laughs> you ever forgotten somebody's birthday? I don't think I've ever had to do this. Like, I'm usually really good with dates, and I, I don't forget people's birthdays. I forget people I'm not in contact constantly their birthdays, and then I feel bad about it afterwards. But everyone, like, in my close circle, I generally... I'm sure he doesn't do remember, it deliberately. But Facebook and stuff, that really does help out. Well, mm -hmm. Homer and I had a lovely dining experience at Chez Pierre. Or the Rusty Barnacle is nice. We want to take you someplace fun. The Singing Sirloin. Mm. The place where the waiters sing. <laughs> I always feel bad for those people who uh, work at a restaurant like that where they have to sing to people. Yeah, customer service is already hard enough, and then you gotta dance and sing. Just you and me and the balladeers. Now, mind you, restaurants with, um, like, their own environment, their own, like, book, gimmick, it's pretty entertaining. There's the Winfields again with their, uh, anniversary there. We see them a few times in, uh, season one. Yeah. Oh, there's some people are there after a funeral. Looks like. That's right. Yeah. Oh, perfume. Thank you, Bart. Is that supposed to be a nod at the French that they stink? Time enough to start over with a new man. Oh, Marge is 34 here, huh? Okay. Yeah. Finish your steak. Look at him wolf down that gristle. 34 didn't uh, really mean anything when I watched this when I was a kid, but now that I'm almost at that age myself. Yeah, you're getting there, man. I think she likes my present better. Does not. Does too. Does not. Does I don't really not. care about aging. It really doesn't not putting on any of your me. Perfume. That's what yeah. old people say, Nick. Hey, Mom. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm 3-0 now. I guess I, I am in that age. I'm saving it for a special occasion. What the hell are you talking about? There's gallons of it. 
But this occasion is already so special. <laughs> if we made it any more special, we might end up making it less special. Gotcha. Told you she liked mine better. Yeah. Oh, brother. Hold on, hold on now. Your mother hasn't opened my present yet. Part of being a, a parent is pretending you like every you. gift you get. Happy birthday to you. Is it just me or by now is the animate like the the look of the show much more cleaner and crisper? And it was even uh, like five no, episodes. Sure, it definitely is better. Never get your wife or girlfriend a bowling ball. Unless they bowl, of course. This is true. Yeah. Well, it's hard for me to judge since I've never Right, see, but Marge has never bowled in her life, so I know someone who does. I don't think there's a bowling episode I dislike in the whole series. You always say we should talk. I'm talking right now, no. as a matter of fact. They're all. But I'm uh... going to stop in a second, so please say something. Wait, is there more than? I'm going to stop talking. Ten pals now. Uh, one. I think there's. Oh, Homer's three hundred. Homer's three hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What? No. The holes were drilled for your fingers. Well, I wanted to surprise you. I couldn't very well chop your hand off and bring it to the store, could I? <laughs> you never intended for me to use that ball. Yeah, those are the worst gifts that people give you, you a gift that really they're going to use. So you'd know it's from me. Gorgeous gifts that you get and you're like, oh, man, there's no way I'm going to use this. Like, what, what was this person thinking? I'm keeping it and I'm going to use it. Thank you. I remember one time I got like a... This was like mid 2000s. I got a hoodie and it had a had like headphones built into the hood, but it, you couldn't play your own music on it. You had to only listen to the radio, and it, and it ran on like batteries. It was really uncomfortable. I was gonna say it sounds yeah. uncomfortable. Wait, wait a minute, you're gonna need a lane. No thanks. I'm just here out of spite. Can't bowl without a lane. Well, all right. Okay, here you go. You keep score on this. What size shoes you wear? Never mind. <laughs> Can't wear street shoes on the lanes. You gotta wear bowling shoes. What size, please? Thirteen double A. Thirteen double A. And uh, this is the, the first of. Got a nine and a fifteen. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Two and Peggy feet. Hill. Peggy Hill. Hill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bowling shoes are disgusting. I hate. They I really hate bowling, are. though. I really hate bowling. You hate bowling? Well, first of all, I suck ass at it, and uh, I just sure. I don't like it. Probably because I suck ass at it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not very good at bowling either, but I like going every once in a while. Um, since the pandemic, though, it's it's an odd thing to think about. You're using other people's shoes that everyone like common shoes that are just used by everybody. You're eating, <laughs> you're eating finger food, and you're yeah. touching a bunch of bowling balls that everyone else has their grummy hands in. Entirely my fault. It's a really uncleanly sport. You hear that, bowlers? Shane's calling you dirty. I'm just saying. Ah, the people who really are into bowling, they got their own balls and shoes. And those wrist, those wrist thingies, yeah. Your fingers are so slender, so feminine. I love this character. The you tapered for the ball you're using, you need something. Yeah, he he plays like the the French accent is perfect. Use my ball. No, no. Like the voice tone is perfect. Brunswick. Call me Jacques. 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 <laughs> the animation's really good on it. Like he looks kind of sleazy. Many people have senseless attachments to heavy, oh, yeah. clumsy things such as this home. And this is the first season. Yeah. May I ask you a bold question? Sure. You've never bowled before. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Obviously, the animation got way better. They got better at drawing and all that, et cetera, et cetera. And then eventually, obviously, got animated. But this is. 
This is still good. I love this gag. So Marge hits one. And his solution. I can help you, Marge. Pick up the ball. Pick up home. I'll pick him up. Now throw. But throw, damn you. <laughs> what? Like how? <laughs> You're a very good teacher. Yes, I am a very good teacher, and I can teach you everything. I can tell you what the little arrows on the wood floor mean. Mm. Which frame is the beer frame? I bet you don't know how to make a five, seven, ten split, do you, March? No. Well, first of all, you yelled, the eight pin is a cop. <laughs> Let it out, March. Laugh loud. <laughs> Laugh out loud, you lose. <laughs> Oh, funny. Feels good. Oh, dear, I didn't realize there was so much to this game. There's your bowling gloves you were talking lessons. about. Oh, yeah. $25. $25? It's a $40 value. Mm -hmm. Well, all right. When do we start? We have already begun. The the, the way he kind of answers things reminds me of the, um... This is living, eh, kids? Hot the creepy old, uh... Gremlin-looking guy when it's home... In Cheers of Horror, when the Froger guy... I'm not just the way he this cadence of his oh voice. yeah sure you kids your mother always gets to be alone with you and now it's my turn does the time always drag like this first you must get to know your lane feel this slick I forgot that the the actual bowling Caressing. lessons experience or whatever you want to call this Quite went on I thought it was just like they went right to smooth. Yes, very. Yes, yes, yes. Smooth, smooth. Yes. yes. <laughs> you could eat off of it. And yes, Albert Brooks is improving a large chunk of this. Absolute genius. Okay, we've eaten and eaten well. Now what else do we have to do? Well, let's check the list your mom left us. Eat. Mm -hmm. Oh, clean up. Now don't worry, everybody. This will be a breeze if we all pitch in. All right, we're clean. Now we'll put Maggie to bed. Maggie was like three feet taller. Yeah. You would think you'd have to change Maggie before you put her to sleep, but sort of. The non-Jacques parts here, like the non-bowling parts, like this is just kind of, it seems like filler. Yeah, this is a Marge episode, for sure. Anything like, did, did they really need that part about the pizza box and... And Maggie, why couldn't they have just cut right to Marge coming home? The thing is, they already like they, they cut the intro already, so they intended to keep all of this, right? Yeah, they could have parts and then just had the regular intro. Really could have, yeah. Taking care of the kids again. Uh, no, I don't mind. Good night, Homer. I guess maybe to show like Homer with the family and Marge like. Distancing herself or something? Yeah. Uh, well, plus she's finding a hobby of her own. Well, and and he he did something specifically for her there. Jacques just did, right? That was a pretty important scene. Like he got that for Marge. The the glove, I mean. Yeah. And so, yeah, really, what's happening here is. You know, Marge isn't intending to potentially cheat on Homer. She's just uh, very happy being appreciated. Uh, yeah. Like, she's... She's being real flirtatious, and... She's being a little bit receptive, but not too much. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, and, and the moon looks like a bowling ball. You pointed it out to me before. Uh... Yeah, I hadn't noticed that before, but yeah, the moon does look exactly like a bowling ball. And my hips cry proceed. Here comes one of my favorite lines. Or lines. Marge, darling, I, I want to see you tomorrow. Not at Barney's Borderama, away from the thunderous folly of clattering pins. Meet me tomorrow for brunch. What's brunch? You'd love it. It's not quite breakfast. It's not quite lunch, but it comes with a slice of cantaloupe at the end. <laughs> you don't get completely what you would at breakfast, but you get a good <laughs> It's meal. true, because like that, like honestly, that's the perfect summary of what brunch is. You've Pretty much. Right. I hope that he improvised that line. He had to have. That's you can't write. You can't write that. Genius. I can't write that. That's pure brilliance, though, if he came up with that himself. Marge. What, Homer? Nothing. I guess this is kind of like uh, a, a slightly different take on what you usually see. Usually, it's the husband who is um, yeah, yeah, typically the one doing the. Yeah, there's extra miracles kind of faded. It's kind of Homer's fault. Um, he's not really paying attention to Marge at all. So she's getting her attention elsewhere. Goodbye, Lisa. Yeah. Darling little Lisa. Goodbye, Bart. My special little guy. Great lunches, eh, Lisa? Oh, Bart, don't you see? This is what psychologists call overcompensation. Mom is wrapped with guilt because her marriage is failing. Hey, don't rock the boat, ma'am. Whatever it is, we're making out like <laughs> bandits. Bart, That's such a kid thing to say. It's like, kids whose parents no you know, love and cherish each other. They who, uh, who cares what's right going now, on? I'm in stage they just want three. whatever's good for them. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting stuff. Denial. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. <laughs> That's a good little gag, too. It's kind of like the Monty Python argument sketch. Mimosa? I'm a married woman. Please don't call me that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mimosa is the name of the drink. It's orange juice and champagne. <laughs> You're so wonderful that you thought it was something offensive. Oh, well, thank you. Marge? Marge Simpson. You remember me, don't you? I'm Helen Lovejoy, the gossipy wife of the minister. <laughs> I guess she introduces herself. What a like, great, yeah. Gosh, her eyes look so alien. over this way and said to myself, why, isn't that Marge Simpson over there? Having brunch with a man who isn't her husband? <laughs> this time was maybe still taboo in this hello. time, right? Like, I don't think oh, people would really care about, like, I am giving her they wouldn't go out of their way to make a big you. deal about it. Now, Marge, uh, the pins on the 3710 split would be here. Hmm. Uh, we'll make this little piece of food the bowl. Your ball's bigger, you know that. Mm -hmm. But for food, this is a good ball. <laughs> well, bye-bye. See you in church on Sunday, Marge. Goodbye, Helen. Goodbye, Helen. You have a lovely friend there. Mm -hmm. Let's hope something runs <laughs> over her. <laughs> Your laughter is like music to me. But if you laugh at what I say next, I will die. For I am about to say something very serious. Perhaps shocking. Marge, my darling, I want you to meet with me again. That doesn't shock me. Away from prying eyes, away from the Helens of the world. At my apartment, the Fiesta Terrace. <gasps> dream sequence. Oh, I forgot about this dream sequence. I was so engrossed in, like, Brooks's performance here that I... I'm waiting for you. Come in, my captivating one. 
everything is uh, focused on that. And I completely forgot about this because remember in the love episode, when they flash back to this, Marge is immediately being woken up on the floor by Jacques. Like he's, you don't see this yes. part. It's a cool sequence, though. Yeah, it's it's kind of neat. You certainly have a lot of bowling <laughs> trophies. Mm. Oh, I like you so much. They're not for bowling, Marge. You're so naive. They're for lovemaking. Really? Yes. <laughs> okay, this is a lot longer than oh. I... This is why they cut the really? intro down. The sequence. Damn, I, I guess. Thank you. What cosmic force I think this is even going a little too long, though. Looks cool. Destiny. Yes, some divine pin spotter must have placed us side by side. Like two fragile bowling pins. Standing bravely. Until inevitably. We must topple. Mount, speak to me. Is Thursday okay? It's okay indeed. Oh, Homer's face is all messed up in that picture. For Marge? Oh, I forgot about Homer discovering the glove. Yeah. Okay. The funny thing is, well, not the funny thing. Hey, but remember in the, the love episode, he acts really shocked. I don't know if I lift my head. Shock as if it was like the first time he even clued in. But he, he knew something was up. He's, yeah, he knows something's going on. They weren't, you know, paying attention to each other in bed. Basically, that's heavily implied. Um, yeah, and then finding the glove. Like, Sorry. Yeah. Ouch. Lisa, Lisa, I think you're right about Dad. Something's very, very wrong here. Right and Bart, welcome to stage three. Fear. Well, come on. We gotta do something, man. Sorry, Bart. I'd love to help you, but I'm mired in stage five. Self-pity. Lisa being deep okay. and philosophical. I don't know what's going on, but once you gave me some Again. advice, it might help. I gave you advice. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, That's good. Get out of here. When something's yeah. bothering you, and you're too damn stupid to know what to do, just keep your full mouth shut. At least that way, you won't make things worse. Mm. Good advice. Oh man, this gets real sad. Marge, may I speak to you? Sure. You know, I've been thinking. Everyone makes peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but usually the jelly drips out over the side and the guy's hands get all sticky. But your jelly stays right in the middle where it's supposed to. I don't know how you do it. You just got a gift, I guess. I've always thought so. I just never mentioned it. But it's time you knew how I feel. I don't believe in keeping feelings bottled up. Goodbye, my wife. Damn that! I forgot how deep that this got. Bye, Homer. Oh yeah, the season one has a, a lot of like really real life issues. I like how it's like the Fiesta Terrace here, where Jacques lives, and he and the look of it is like the opposite of Kirk Van Houten's single place that he ends up living at. Look at you. Ah yes, minus the car bed. Yes, of course. Ain't you hungry, Homer? Starving. Well, then why aren't you eating your sandwich? How can I eat it? She made it. 
It's all I have left. Domestic situation. And of course, this this montage here, Marge. I love how somebody's getting married in the middle of the day. Yeah. Like a weekday. A Thursday, if you will. That's the first John Smith tombstone that we see. He comes back in Trios of Horror. Two John Smiths. Yeah. John Smith, 16-4-2. Oh, final mistake. This is a, yeah. This is very, like, 80s-esque, this scene. Yeah, it's a rip-off of, uh, or not, well, parody of, uh, just that came up on the captions, uh, Officer and a Gentleman. Yeah. Got the nice 80s guitar. Whatever the hell Homer's doing here. Uh, huh? Huh? What a lovely surprise! You're here to see me, right? Of course! Well, I oh, guess March. Not uh, super easy to carry someone long distances. Just you know, no. I'm saying. Hey, what do I tell the and uh. Tell him I'm going to the back seat of my car with a woman I love, and I won't be back for ten. Nice little adult joke there. I guess Marge, she didn't find happiness with a new love. She must have opened the, well, stick with your wife there. I guess stick with your husband there. Hopefully okay. Hopefully puts in a better effort. Yeah. Um, nice sweet ending. Uh, had a couple of uh, funny moments. I think I may have... Uh, oh, Act 2 was, Act 2 was really strong. A lot of Jacques, a lot of good lines. Act 1 was pretty much a setup. 3... Uh, got a little depressing and a little sad but a nice ending uh, yeah not Again, as kind of like real world issue kind of yeah down a bit um i enjoyed it but i'm gonna say it doesn't beat out call of the simpsons i'm gonna drop my end ranking slightly to a 6.5 still good but i think i thought it was a little bit better and there was a little bit more shock funny lines in there than there actually were love the brunch line uh he had a couple of other Really good lines in there as well, but um, just not as not as funny as I thought. What about what about you? What are you going with? You started with a I'm six point five for the six point five. I think is this the first one we both agree on? This is the. Let me just double check. Yeah, this is the first one where you, where you've had the exact same end rating score. Yeah, yeah, both going with a six point five. Uh, yeah, I think it's a fair one. I think it's really fair for this episode. It's good. It's not great. It's definitely not like at smells Jay who said this was the worst episode of the first 16 seasons. It's... Yeah, I wouldn't say that at all. No. But Jacques character was, yeah, he stole the whole show, right? So maybe, maybe that person was like the Homer in this situation and they, their significant other left for somebody like a Jacques. This so also they... built some layers on the Marge. So yeah, it did. Cause she didn't really have a lot to her. She was just kind of a Homer's wife at this point, right? I imagine that's what they were going for is they wanted to build up each character and give them some layers before they just start doing the crazy, amazing things they do in later, later seasons. Yeah, that has to be uh, a part of it here. And to just be like, okay, we've done a bunch of Bart. We've done a bunch of Homer. Lisa had her own episode. Yep. We haven't really focused on Marge. Like, who? who is she? Like, is 
because right now she's just kind of like there for the family and it's just the mom yeah yeah, she's just she's just simply a mom and so now we get uh a little bit of her background so that's that's kind of cool you make a really good point in in uh in that they do that um any other closing thoughts about this one uh sorry our favorite gags is yours the oh uh, yeah how could i forget our oh yeah i think you know what i think my mind just subconscious past that because it's a guarantee of yeah uh the brunch line line. i love that line so much that might be my favorite line it might even beat out the the flying rabbit and call the simpsons for my favorite gag from um season one because big okay i love those it's funny and it's true like really if you were to define like what the hell is brunch it's like well, you might get like a flapjack and some fruit and there's probably going to be a slice of cantaloupe yep. in there. It's not breakfast. You don't get a full meal. It's not lunch. You don't get a full meal. It's true and funny. It's great. Absolutely perfect. What about you? Do you are we agree on this one or you have a different one? I, I think we, yeah, it's hard for me not to agree with you on this one. That was like the strongest line or, yeah. But I guess the, um, what was the line where he says like, and then you die? What was that? And then you die? Yeah, Jacques was like, and then you die, or something like that. No? No. When did he say that? Oh, you know what? I'm mixing it up with the wine episode, I think. The wine episode? Uh, when he, when Bart goes to uh, Paris, France. Oh, the, 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 the grapes. Yeah. The grapes of wrath. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yes, I do agree with you. That is my favorite gag from the show. And so that is the uh, third time we have agreed on a, uh, and interestingly enough, it's been some of our higher rated episodes. Um, we agreed on the Boulder gag and Homer's Odyssey with Homer carrying it. The Flying Rabbit. The and, Flying uh, Rabbit is still my favorite. Yeah, like, it's a, that's me genuinely laughing. Yeah. Yeah. And you're and we're both going with the brunch line uh, for this episode. So we're about to hit double digi- double digits next in the episodes that we've watched back uh coming up next is going to be homer's night out so we go right from uh marge almost cheating on homer to marge getting really mad at homer for kind of cheating and not really from what i remember about it like i remember being uh pretty pissed at bart in this episode for like spying on his dad and like he's just at a bachelor party dancing he's not doing anything uh crazy right. and wrong it's if i, like I the think the episode yeah. yeah yeah that's right so i'm to be honest i'm not really looking forward to that one but i could be wrong maybe it'll have some good bits yeah uh we'll check it out and uh yeah be sure to follow us on twitter at simpsons underscore ebe and um yeah uh let us know your thoughts and uh maybe any suggestions or uh you know what tell us how you did on the trivia so far like all the trivia that you've listened to so far at us and tell us how well that you you did did you get the questions right that nick uh got wrong or you know how'd you do but, yeah i'm uh, curious do you th- do you also think that shane is asking questions do you find them to be too easy do you find them to be too hard also i might put up a poll too when this episode gets dropped because we uh, we seem to be kind of flip-flopping about our two favorite gags so far between the brunch line and the uh uh the flying rabbit so i might put uh, that up and see uh what the Simpsons community decides which one is the better gag. Be curious to see the results. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, please check that out and uh, we'll see you on the, the next episode. Yeah. We'll see you on Homer's night out. Pl- Shane, take it away. Play us off. Here we go.
First name.